Welcome back to the Mailing Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shibley, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas. Uh, filling in for Sally today. Sally is not here, but we have Brett, big game, Merriman. Brett, what's up? Hey, Dylan Shibbery and Dave Ruff. How we doing, man? I'm good. I'm, I'm all, uh, I'm celsius up, non-spawn. It's my uh, my new beverage of choice. It has replaced Red Bull entirely. Um, and I think it's pretty good for you. So somebody, feel free to inform me that it's not. <laughs> just, just got off that guarana and green tea. That's so funny, David. Uh, Nothing. Um, uh, I'm just laughing at like the, the very subdued tone Brett had. It sounded very professional and like NPR like. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it's going to hold up throughout this entire pod. I think I, I have to sure. mention that you have a Masters polo on today. Wow, did you go to the Masters as well? Yeah, long long time backer uh, Riggs of Barstool Sports. He uh, he got this for me in Augusta. So thanks, Riggs. What a guy! I I, I did not attend, nor did I go to the uh, the Hooters the Hooters house. What's the what's John Daly's thing? Is it just the Hooters that he parks Isn't in the park? trailer? He just yeah. parks out front of the Hooters and yeah. sells merch. Not a bad he idea. He does that every every uh, little every Hooters year. pop up. We've all been there. Does he have a an, did he win the Masters ever? Does he have an auto like for life invite? I don't believe he won the Masters. I know he won the U.S. Open. I don't know about the Masters. He won the Open Championship. Did he really? Yes. Huh. I didn't know he had multiple majors. Good for John Daly. Yeah. And. Uh, he was long. He was long. He I, was uh, Augusta's not really built for him. His son, who's a looks a lot like him, <laughs> young guy, yeah. has an incredible swing. Really? Yeah. Does he just rip heaters we, on the course? We stuff? might hear from him at some point. He's still at, like a child. Oh, okay. Unless, yeah, like he's, a, unless he's grown up since I saw his swing, but just, which it. is possible. Am I an idiot? Did he not win the Open Championship? I don't know. You, Did he win the Senior Open Championship? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. That's embarrassing. Try to see. He definitely won the PGA. That was 91. Did he win the U.S. Open? Because I said he definitely did, and I could be wrong on that, too, because I don't really know much. Luckily, this isn't too much dip, so people won't hold it against us. They, they still will. Uh, his best U.S. Open finish is T27. Okay. Okay. He did not win the U.S. Open, folks. No one's ever said <laughs> that on this podcast. His best Masters is T3. 95, he did win the Open Championship. So Good save. <laughs> We crushed that <laughs> at the uh, at St Andrews. Good for him. It's a nice course. Yeah, it's pretty iconic because you just had this Arkansas dude with a dope blonde mullet just bombing it, burning Marlboros and just bombing it down the fairway. Imagine burning cigs at St Andrews, the birthplace of golf. I feel like that's more accepted there than than anywhere in America to to rip cigs. Yeah, you're probably right. The cig is still fashionable over there, or at least it was then. Maybe it still is. Every squad scramble I do, that's like these tournament. We do these tournaments every now and then, and it's like open bar, whatever. Mm-hmm. Six come out at some point. Yeah, you just kind of have to. On the course or like after? oh yeah, okay yeah. I, I like I like just the the visual of Dylan teeing off with a cig in his mouth and just like flicking it after. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think just I've ever like... smoked a cig on a golf course. Really, I've never actually smoked a cig. Well then, yeah. That would make sense. So I guess that makes sense, NF, dude. Yeah. So I've done the cigar thing. Yeah, cigars are tough to smoke because if you uh, Dylan's cigar guy, if you if you are are kind of dehydrated and doing a cigar, you can get spinning pretty quickly. Correct. And that's I've uh, been there. Yeah, that's no that's no fun. Like a couple Bud Lights or Miller High Lifes in, and you throw a cigar in the mix, and by like sixteen, seventeen, you are you're standing over a putt. I'm like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's maybe you, and then maybe you boot. On the uh, 17th tee box. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever vomited on a golf course. I have not. I have, and I've seen, uh, I've, I've had friends vomit on golf courses. Oh, I've definitely had friends do it. Yeah. Maybe That's in tough. the parking lot before or after. Probably before. Before is a move. I, uh, we were at Cabot Links up in Nova Scotia, and we were doing lobster rolls at 6.50 before our tea time, which was a 7 a.m. tea time after, uh, Heavily drinking the night before, I threw up after one of those. Oh, because you just like lobster at oh, six forty-five a.m. is not the move. Hungover because we thought it was funny and it, it is funny. Yeah. I just and they were you know fresh from like the ocean that's twenty feet from you, so it was kind of like oh this will be good. They were, but they weren't isopods. What uh what are isopods? That's a callback. Dude, thanks for listening to Circling Back. Yeah, way to go. We, we just published it. So oh really? Yeah. Uh. A new isopod was discovered in Indonesia. Why do I feel like that's a lobster? 
Uh, they're related somehow. It's in the same arthropod family. This looks like a big cockroach, like a uh, like a schnauzer-sized cockroach oh. with the head. It looks like the predator, but it's also like a, a crustacean. Look, it's a weird, creepy thing. We we don't need to get into okay, it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to look it up. You you know enough. Anyway, um, we have a podcast to get to, guys. We have uh, seven questions today. Before we get into them, however, the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's M-A-I-L, 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you'd prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Mail and Podcast. Like I said, we have seven questions today. One of them is kind of a two-parter, actually. Um, a lot of voicemails. So, Dave, you don't do much reading today. You um, guys know I lost my voice screaming at the, at the ball game last uh, night, right? Uh, too much dip. Those, Check it out. Those Mavs, man. Oh. Uh, the first one is a voicemail, Dave, if you don't mind playing that for us. Yeah, will do. Let's get it queued up here on the mail-in. <laughs> so, guys, and Sally, Florida man here. Um, this question the wrong way, but when did your body start to deteriorate? Like I am 25 years old and after a workout or, you know, a run or even just a walk, my body just hurts. Um, does that get any better or um, is there anything that you do on a daily basis to mitigate the pain? Thank you. Damn. Yeah, this question originally, uh, I thought Sally was going to be in here, but now Brett being in here as a the young strapping lad of the group, uh, and then a couple old guys, some yeah. interesting perspectives here. But um, I, I'm assuming you're not there yet, Brett. I think the only, the only spot I'm there is with hangovers. Okay, I think that's the hangovers I've, have gotten worse. Yes, I've noticed that less drinks gets me to a, a more hungover place than it did. Even uh, a year or two ago, I th- that's really the only spot though. Um, physically, like I can still go for a run after not running for a year and be fine. Um, nothing really hurts. Knock on wood. So I, th- I think I'm still good as far as my body goes. But I think the hangovers are the first kind of like, oh, that's different than it used to be. I've always been pretty blessed when it comes to hangovers. I don't really get them. I have to get like really just annihilated. Just get into one if I'm gonna if I. I'm going to be hung over the next morning. So I don't have to worry about that too much. That's thankfully. Tight. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah. Um, Unreal. Phys- physical activity, though. And this is actually very recent. So I'm 36. Mm. Um, 35, maybe, is when I start, really started to just like after my, my legs and my feet hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after I work out. Like I've I, I said recently, I have plantar fasciitis. I do. It sucks. That's that's a yeah. new thing. It, it actually happened right like right as COVID started, weirdly, mm. um, and that's also when I started running more. So I think that's has a lot to do with it. But yeah, my my feet and my my legs just hurt. But that's pretty much. It. I've always kind of had a, a not a great back. Always yeah. had some back pain. So okay. I, I can't chuck that one up to age because it's it's kind of a family thing. I think we just don't have the best backs. Yeah. But yeah, in thirty five, really. Which is it's not too bad. You had a good run. I had a great run. Yeah. Um, hangovers and stuff, those really start to hit. For me, it was like 27-ish. That's when it was like, oh, if I go really hard on Saturday, I'm not going to be back to normal until like late Tuesday. Yeah, I think that's that's more what I mean. Like the next morning, I'm, I'm kind of equal, but yeah. it drags out longer. Oh, I've never had that. I, oh, my hangovers that is, are, are gone by the night following. So that's solid. Mine, yeah. They're not bad, but you can just tell. Like if you get banged up on a Saturday, that Monday morning at the office, you're still just not perfect. Yeah. And Monday afternoon, you're probably pretty good. But I, I I've definitely noticed that more, especially mixing stuff. If you do like beer, wine, and a shot, you're asking for it. As far as physical goes, um, early 30s is when like actually probably yeah around 30 when playing golf noticing like oh if i'm gonna go on a golf trip and i'm gonna play you know three rounds in two days or something like that like my left oblique my left side will get tight and um you know i'll I'll get like a little pain in my back that just you know it's not enough to keep me out but it's like oh i gotta take advil before i go play which i really don't like taking that stuff um so 
Yeah, that that's when I noticed it. And then like in the gym, it's like, oh, I can't lift. I should not lift weights like four or five days a week. Like my, I need way more recovery. So I try to have a day in between lifting and, you know, I'll do some kind of active recovery, whether it's swimming or riding the bike or something, just lifting weights. Like the days of just going in, doing squats, the next day going and doing bench press and then something else the next day. It's like, yeah, that's not happening. That early thirties is when I started to notice that. Cause like I was just, there got to a point where I was just like perennially sore. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I hate to say this. I think I have, like, maybe 10, 15 years of, like, golf left in me. Like, my dad doesn't Jeez, play dude. anymore. I know. it's you got it's more a, than that. It's, dude, I don't know, man. If if I just go out and play around at golf, and maybe it's because I don't practice very much, but I don't yeah. want to – I feel like maybe overdoing it's going to mess my back up even more. Okay. But, oh, it's, so it's more of the back. If I – it's a, it's my yeah. back, yeah. Ugh. It's just, just my back. It's not anything else. Got it. Okay. But the, the torque in, in a, you know, you create in your back when you swing a golf club. It's, it's a lot for me. Not, not that I have like a lot of torque. It's just a lot for my back. My back just, it, it just can't. I it mean, can't you, take you it. have a pretty aggressive swing. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. My, I, I remember growing up. My dad used to wear a back, like a, one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just, like Velcro around your stomach, a back brace when he played golf, and. I, and I, I, you know, genetics, man. I, I don't think I have a whole lot of golf left in me. I hate to say that. You gotta start I doing just, yoga, man. Unless I just yeah. change my swing and just start swinging like an old. You see the old man, old swing man out golf. There. I might, I might just start knocking it two twenty down the fairway and just go from there. It might, it might help my game. I was actually, say you might score. Yeah, I might go lower. <laughs> it's, it's sad to think about, but I don't have a whole lot of golf left. Yeah, I think your T, your T decreases as you get into your late twenties, early thirties. I mean, it definitely does. So that you'll notice that and. I wouldn't I'm not going to say you need like some kind of testosterone support but that's probably part of it and depending on what your diet looks like too like if you eat like trash that tanks your testosterone therefore tanking your ability to recover on stuff like that so uh you know eat better look into it dude mix in a yoga class like I I haven't been since the you know March obviously but like yoga is uh definitely helpful that didn't sound good. I didn't. I don't like that. I don't know Just what that was. Pop, pop. Yikes. Yeah, we're having some audio problems, but we'll, we'll get through them. You know, I mix in uh, stretching now. Like uh, stretching's huge. It's, yeah, it's it feels so much better when you wake up the next day if you stretch before bed. Stretching my like my um, my hammies and my and my quads is great for my back. Yeah, because oh, yeah. all that stuff just pulls. So you know, I, I'm tight. Don't they say back pain usually starts? In like other muscles yeah. rather than, other than your I back. I had a yeah. Cairo tell me like ninety percent of back issues start in the neck. Really? Mm. We were at um, in Ponte Vedra. We got our, our sports massage, which is basically just a stretch. And the guy said, we "Just rub basketballs on our back." Yeah. The guy. <laughs> the guy said, "Do you have a bad back?" And I was like, "Yeah." He <sighs> goes, "Yeah, your hamstrings are extremely tight, and that's why." You're like, like, you're oh. like super dope. You mean? He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, nah, dude. Like, you need a stretch. So yeah, it would help like immensely. Yeah, it just pulls pulls on your shit, man. And it's just not good. You ever do inversion? Get on those tables? Uh, I I have. I don't do it like regularly or anything. I love that stuff. I have a I have a foam roller just to, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of decompress the spine. I use that a lot and it seems to help. So there you go. You know. Huh, good question. Yeah, like that. We question. could we could talk about that for yeah, hours. Let's talk yeah, about I it. Know. Well, we're at like the perfect day to answer that kind of question. Get Frank you know? Thomas in here. Dude, look into it. Nugenics. All right, let's see how this one goes. We're doing a voicemail, right? Well, we're gonna do movement first. Oh, let's do movement. Let's see yeah. how that goes. It always goes well. It's time to move on to our all time favorite underdog success story, not Dylan's back. We're talking about movement watches, MV. MT, founded on the belief that style should not break the bank. They've sold almost 2 million watches worldwide. I bet that number is even higher now. That's a huge amount of watches. Yeah, dude. Quality designs, fair prices, that's all you're looking for. i got for. a couple of them myself. Uh, you know, I like a, just like a bold classic design, and they're perfect for me. And 100%. They're, and they're so inexpensive. They have this so road. affordable, but they don't look cheap. Have you Absolutely. seen the, the uh, American Muscle Car-inspired black top collection? I have. You seem like you put off car guy vibes. Absolutely not. Couldn't okay. be less of a car guy. All right. Well, I, I, I thought these were pretty dope. 1960s American muscle. I'm into that. Uh, what's your favorite What's your favorite movement watch? Who was it who got the gold one a while back? That was Will. That was Will. Yeah, he wanted to stunt hard. He And, he, and stunt he did. Yeah. He doesn't wear it as much anymore. He's wearing the 
He's wearing one of the new ones. I think it's one of these black top collection ones, but it looks really good. Interchangeable straps for tons of occasions. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Kind of an underrated thing. Just switch it out. Maybe you're going somewhere formal. Maybe you're going like do something outdoorsy. Switch it up. That's positive. It's all about looking good while keeping it simple. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with text messages. Dylan, you up? Do you up text? Oh, come Sometimes on. Sometimes you just want to look good, you know? It's not overly intrusive on life with noties, all that stuff. It tells time. True, classic timepieces. And you should look good doing it, and they do. Uh, and here's we talked about the underdog story. This is kind of my favorite thing. It was crowdfunded. A crowdfunded startup, no which we kind of were. I mean, like with the Patreon, this thing wouldn't exist without our Patreon. Well, Movement was a crowdfunded startup. They understand living under a tight budget because they lived it too. They wanted real quality products for everybody. Two college dropouts. How about that? Kanye? I don't think – no, he is not a part of this, but he was – but these guys did also drop out of college. And look at them now. Almost 2 million watchers, over 160 countries. That's crazy. They started just $95. For some of these, like of similar quality, you're looking at like four hundred dollars on like yep. a traditional brand. Uh, all that to save money, you're buying all the good stuff, all the golf stuff you need. Ninety five dollars. Check it out. Get fifteen percent off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com/mailin. That's m v m t dot com/mailin. They're they're getting new styles on the site all the time. Check out their latest at movement.com/mailin. Join the movement. Love that. I will. I'm going to do it again, actually. Hop on. Join the movement. I've joined it twice. Rejoin. I'm going to read a third time. Up your membership. I might have to. Re-up. I want a metal band. Let's do an email. What's up, mail and crew? As we all know, fall season is approaching quickly, and I have reached the point where I'd like to throw down on a quality pair of boots. My question is, do I go suede or smooth leather? Thank you. What is he talking about, suede? Like Chelsea, like Chelsea boots. Yeah. Chelsea suede boots. They're nice. I mean, I wouldn't recommend them. Oh, like, like fashionable. They're not. Yeah. They're not cowboy boots. Correct. Okay. He just he worded this weirdly. I was just picturing like a standard Western boot with like suede on. Like, what are you talking about, dog? No, he okay. wants to. He I wants see. the New York boots. I was a little confused. Yeah. The New York boots. Absolutely. Um. Of which I am a, an expert in. Yeah, it's a, t- it's a tough one to answer because those are just to- two just totally different vibes. Mm-hmm. Right? I, honestly, you, like, have both in your wardrobe at some point. Yeah, both. Both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will never not like, repeat I know. that word I, when you say every it. Time I, every yeah. time I say it, I hear it, I'm too. I'm sorry. Uh, you go, go leather to start. To suede, you need to kind of dress up with. You can't dress in just... Random chinos and a polo, yeah. no suede boots, no leather to start. It's a different look, a different vibe altogether. That's mm-hmm. why it's, it's that's why the, the question kind of threw me off. Like I wear, you know, I have cowboy boots that I, mm-hmm. I wear with just jeans or chinos on certain occasions or whatever. But if I were to go the other kind, those suede fancy fancy pants ones, I feel like I can't wear jeans with those. I mean, I'm sure you can, but like, I don't, I don't have four hundred dollar jeans that yeah. have like tears in them and stuff. You need to wear denim with those, not jeans. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like denim is is the nice way to say jeans. Okay, that's what they say up up north. Oh, they say oh, I'm wearing denim today. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can say jeans, but it's like denim oh, I, is I classy. Some, I knew I got some denim. I got some I got some fresh denim. Exactly. I'm gonna, okay, go go leather, and um, I'll I'll kind of rattle some off here. Taft has great boots. Thursday boots makes it really quality boots. Tafts. Tafts are awesome. Yeah. Um, Helm makes good boots as well. Bull boxer is one of my favorites and cheap. Uh, but go leather to start. Yeah. I know nothing about the boots that, that you're talking about. And get some, uh, if you're in a, a location where there's some weather, get some uh, some weatherizing stuff for the leather. I think everybody kind of does that, though, with cowboy boots or regular boots, right? Get some stuff that kind of keeps the, the uh, dirt. In. Yeah, I got leather cleaner. Keep that ready. Keep like a, a, a winterizer, I think. A winterizer, have. okay. You step in snow and Do we know where this waterproof. kid's out of? We don't really know. We don't. Okay. That's okay. My um, the ones I wear the most because they're the most comfortable. My uh, my ostrich skin. It's a, like a light brown ostrich skin. Mm-hmm. Man, I've I've gotten those just sopping wet so many times. I've I've gone out in the rain with them and they still I bounce back every time. I, I love, love them. I love that for you. They are um, Larry Mayhan. They're not expensive boots at all. Okay. I think I got them for about two hundred bucks for ostrich skin. That's cheap. Yeah. And they I've, they've lasted me for I've had them for probably ten years now. And they're so comfortable. They're holding up. I love them. I'm excited. I think we. Uh, I still haven't bought a pair of boots. 
cowboy boots or a hat. Um, I was going to, and then COVID derailed that process. I was literally, I was on my way to a Cody Johnson show. It was either Cody Johnson or Luke Combs. <laughs> and I was supposed to get the stuff for that show. Yeah. And then it got canceled like that day because. So rodeo? It was rodeo. Yeah. I, I think this might be the year I get myself a, a nice felt like cowboy hat that I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going to wear once every three years mm-hmm. on a certain occasion. To the uh, Where to the ranch. Yeah. That old ranch. I do love a good felt cowboy hat, Dave. Yeah. Probably go black. It's a good look. Do you Dark have brown, a, maybe. Do you have a pair of just like the New York boots? Like cool leather boots? Not cowboy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't think Euro boot? You, yeah, like more of a Euro Chelsea. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you wear those. I, I don't I don't really wear them, that's why. Okay. I have a actually I have a pair. Um so Taft, they yeah. they sent us some when mm-hmm. I worked at Grand X, they sent us all a pair and I have some that um they're just sitting there. They're brand new. What size? Eleven? Okay. Would you I'm a twelve boy. Okay. Oh, Ooh, okay. Alpha. Big big feet on this guy. Randy notes off mic that there are suede cowboy boots. Oh, Tacovas oh, makes Tacovas. sense. Okay. They look cool. That's not so bad. No, those look better than what's I the, imagine. Honestly. What's the toe look like? That's a that's a round toe. Yeah, that's my stuff, right? A there. Round toe guy. That's not really round though. That's kind of a that's kind of a hybrid one. It's not quite a snip, but I see it's a pointier round. Yeah. Yeah, I could wear that. I like those. Yeah. Randy's just straight up talking off yeah, mic now. This is good. Nobody can hear Randy. <laughs> good, good stuff. I think we have this guy's. I'm psyched for boot season though. I have to. I'll, Can't man, I get love, here soon I enough. I love wearing boots. Really do. Let's go to the next one. A little voicemail? Yep. Yo, what up, mailing gang? Quick question. What's your favorite Instagram you've posted and why? All right, I'll shut up and listen. <laughs> favorite grams. Man, I was just, I had to check my gram. Yeah, I have, well, I have two categories. One is the perks category, yeah. which is going to win out for me every time. Yeah. So for the sake of the discussion, I'm going to exclude the parks ones because obviously that's my answer. Anything that has parks in it is going to be my number one. Sure. Um, but my favorite non-parks post I've ever done is actually uh, the first one in 2019, which was right uh, before we started this venture. And it was in San Diego, and Dave is actually in it. So oh, is shit. Will. We are in La Jolla, and it was right before this thing took off. And I look back on it as just a really – here it is right here. Oh, look at that. Okay. I it's, bet it's you – It's this one. Was there some uh, – That's there a good some, photo. I, just I look like shit in I it. I look back on it like, you know what, that's the start of a really good time. And um, it, it, bring, it makes me happy. Some wheeling and dealing going on and, in, in that trip. And I, I look kind of handsome. Yeah, I'll, you you I mean you I'll, look I'll handsome in a lot of your grams. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. Um, the one uh, the one when you're at the Dell match play, and you're just in front of that giant golf ball. Yeah, sticks out because I you just you're you're, you're killing <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, the Hawaiian shirt, that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that, that one. That's um, a fun one. My favorite gram of Dave is when he's just standing at a bar, casually watching something. It looks like on TV, wearing a denim shirt, denim Hawaiian actually. Yes. Um, and then my favorite gram I think is. Uh, I'm looking at it here. The one where I'm in Cabot, uh, second shots to Cabot on this podcast, while the sun's going down, holding a beer and playing golf on the beach. I think that's just if I could go back to any time in my life, that's a pretty pretty solid candidate. Um, followed closely by my Zach Morris Halloween costume grab. Huge, both good ones. Mine is probably the day we got Randy when I surprised my wife for our anniversary. So I got some photos of the Rand Man as a puppy. Oh, in the moment he met Alyssa, and then man. just him chilling in our our uh, dollar weed infested backyard. <laughs> that was a good day. It was a good day. Look man, at him, man. Look at this. Yeah, I mean, a, come on, man. A handsome little fella. Uh, yeah, fun little trip down memory lane. I like, man. It, I, I'm gonna have to go through my gram later on and just kind of really take a look because these. There, it is fun. It is fun. Yeah, that La Jolla trip. It. We we interviewed Chris Harrison. Colton. Patrick Ewing? The Hoya? No, he was, he's saying the Georgetown Hoyas. Oh, the Hoyas. Oh. It's very different. Lajala. Yeah, different. Yeah, Lajala, California. Got it. Okay. Very yeah. expensive part of the country. Yeah. California. Turns out. Yeah. 
I'll have to go back. Oh, yeah. I'd it? love to go back. Try to get on Jim Nance's backyard course up in Monterey. Oh, would love to. Would love to. I mean, looking back, I knew we were about to like do something tight with our lives, right? I didn't know you know, what it was going to look like. I just knew it was going to be a fun run, and we we're going to figure it out along the way. It's just it's fun to look back on, man. I wish you all had, like, a camera going, because I'm sure during one of those state dinners out there, you guys were like, we're going we're gonna to fucking start a company. And also, there's people, I mean, our listeners that were our old touching base listeners, they knew that we were up to something, right? Because they're, we, were oh, just yeah. ma- we were making subtle moves behind the scenes, yeah. and they were just kind of following along, and, and our social media activity and, and that kind of thing, and... They knew that Will had left Grand X, and you're like, okay, what's going on? So they were, like, putting pieces together. And this photo, I remember, it, it started, like, more yeah. conversation about it. And they're like, okay, they're together. Why are they in California? What's going on? Um, Bang. But really, we, we just had a, a free trip provided by Callaway that we had to take – we had to jump on. You can't not take that trip. And we like, hey, can we – is Chris Harrison going to be there? And we set all that, all that up, and it, it worked out really tightly. Is there any truth to the rumor – uh, that washed media might have been started in intern Klein's living room. I know he likes to he likes <laughs> to prop up that. Um, uh, it's not where it started, but I did take. Here's a, here's a fact. I did take the first call with ad results. Yeah, shouts from, Klein, from Klein's house. Okay, so they had a guy who used to work there by the name of Giovanni Gio. Yeah. Shouts. He's no longer with them. Um, but he reached out to us and he was like, "Hey, if you guys." do anything on your own let me know because uh we would love to work with you so I, I called him and we had an excellent conversation and that happened at Klein's. i stepped out into the front yard to take it wow yeah so so but the the llc was not uh was not created in his living room. I, I don't certainly like, not. Like, i don't like believe so no. certainly not. okay we'll, we'll, we'll let Klein have that okay i don't know if he listens to, i'm sure he listens he listens to the mail-in yeah he does oh i listen <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but yeah he, he gets some credit for that sure okay okay he can have that point oh is that is that his claim? Yeah, it started. He okay. said he started. Watch me. He started in his in his living room in Austin. Um, we had conversations in that living room okay. for sure. Okay. Yeah. So because so, we had nothing to do, we were we were jobless, and we we'd hang out with Klein and yeah. whatever. And so Snopes, uh, Dave, if you could Snopes it, what's the the official rating? Uh, one eggplant emoji. <laughs> Partly true. Yeah. I mean, we definitely have all been in his his old living room. <laughs> I guess in, in that way, it's it's true. Yeah. Oh, fun group, question. Here comes the group text. It is a fun one. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna hear about that one. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Trent here in San Diego. Every time I see a uh, lifted truck drive by, it's a little douche in me. Wants that car really bad. So it made me think, what douchebag cars would you guys drive, Dylan? I'm thinking you're driving a lifted truck, similar to me. Uh, Dave, I think you're going to do the, uh, the lawyer first year out of law school, first real job. You're going to get like some BMW three series or something like that. And Sally, I'm guessing you're going to get a Tesla that says Sal gal and, uh, Will's going to drive it most of the time. <laughs> anyway, here's what you guys think. Thanks. Jeez. Good question. D- did he say a three series for you? He Dave? did. That's yeah. not even, that's not even douchey. That's like, like, that's like SMU student. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like Connor, Connor S definitely drove a three series at one point. <laughs> yeah, this guy could not be further off. Yeah, I, I don't see you in that kind of car at all. If we're going douchey, I'm going what I saw at the stoplight at Mopac and uh, Walsh Tar- Tarleton the other day, and I just saw a straight-up Lambo. And yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? Dave, I, I was behind you. Were that you behind ye- me? The yellow one? Yeah. And it peeled out. I was like, Dude, I he mean, he couldn't just take off. the turn like a normal person. He had a Lambo, which I've seen Lamborghinis before, but like Austin – the douche car of Austin is like the Tesla, even though I don't even know that a Tesla is a douche that's, car. That's People tech, make it douchey. Tech douche guy. Yeah, but you see Teslas, Teslas are tight. every I'm time not, you get yeah. on the road. I don't mean to No, they're talk, not. They're, they're fine. Yeah, talk bad about a Tesla. They're, but they're good cars. I'm going but. Lambo. Assuming unlimited budget, I'm going Lambo, and I don't even think it's a douchey car, but the Maserati. Okay. I've, uh, actually driven a Maz. Ooh, I do not like Maseratis. No, I don't like you guys. I'd much rather have an Aston Martin in that like class of vehicle. Okay. Um, not a Maserati guy. Uh, I do like your Lambo pick. I might go Ferrari. I've always, I grew up being a Ferrari guy. Um, just that classic Ferrari red. But that, I don't know if that's more of a douchey car or like a, a, sta- a statement, like I've made it car. It, it, you're saying a lot when you drive one of those vehicles. You're like, no doubt. like I have a fuck ton of money mm-hmm. and I want to remind everyone I drive by that that is a fact. 
So it, I guess that's douchey in itself, but um, I'd go Ferrari, probably. I'm torn between a Jeep Wrangler with the doors off uh-huh. and uh, like a Dodge Charger Challenger. Like, oh, like a, mo- a modern-day muscle car or yeah. a throwback one? No, like a modern the modern day where they have the, <laughs> the really dark-tinted windows. <laughs> yeah. That's such a douchey car, but yeah. it would kind of be tight just to – Put one of those on the line and see where you could like yeah eh, just to see yeah and the the wrangler if you're at like oasis on lake travis and you roll up in a wrangler with the doors off just to see the looks you get so i flirted with the land rover discovery uh is that the safari looking one month ago yeah douchey car uh yeah also you know you know like the the book on it is like well they break down a lot you're gonna be you know repairing it all the time mm-hmm. i looked into it i'm like is that just a thing people say it turns out that that's 100% the case. Ah, okay. So, yeah, I, I was looking, I was considering maybe just getting like a, a, a fart around car just to have, and maybe I would get rid of mine and or maybe Alyssa's and she could take mine. But uh, it turns out that would be a really, really bad investment. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't that seem counterintuitive? Like you're in the middle of the Sahara and your car breaks down? Right. Isn't that what those cars are? I don't understand why yeah. they are poorly made. If if car guy or car girls out there and they want to email me and like give me like the rundown on what the deal is, I'm fine with that. Have you ever driven a, a lifted truck? Yeah, my buddy Norris, who like, does our podcast beats, had one in high school. As douchey as those are, and they are douchey. Like you feel kind of tight driving in one of those things. You're just so high up on the road. Really? And you feel like you could just oh, drive, yeah. like just squash other cars. Like it's know, it's like, like it feels like you. It's like, a monster truck. It's a power. It's a power feeling like you have control of the road kind of but they're, they're i mean they're douchey as hell and i would yeah. i would never i would never get one my first car actually was a, a lifted uh chevy z71 wow wow that yeah. is wow breaking first, news my first car i was a uh, white chevy impala guy 2001 nice. i was like an 89 jeep cherokee that's a tight car though. and the uh the lining on the ceiling was like falling off mm-hmm. so it was oh, yeah. like like parachuting down <laughs> Uh, you know, Jeep's coming out with the uh, the Jeep, the the new Grand Wagoneer, three row Jeep. Oh yeah, it's like an es- a Jeep Escalade type of thing. That might be kind of cool. Really, a Jeep Escalade. A Jeep Escalade, yeah. Twenty twenty one. I tell you what, it's gonna be hard for me not to, not to e- at least consider copping the Bronco when it comes out. Just I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look at them. They're it's, so good looking. It's not for me. I like more of the uh, like the Chevy Chase, like the the wa- that Wagoneer, yeah, the, with the wood paneling. I think that might be a fun beach car, but the Bronco it's a little um it's it's a little off roady. Like yeah, appearance wise for me. Like I like more of a like a luxury SUV. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not a luxurious car, I'm sure it's extremely nice and rides smoothly, but it just looks rugged and that, that might keep me from copping. Unless you can just cop like multiple. Just I, have that as your off road no, car. I'm not, I'm not gonna I don't have that kind of money, Brett. Yeah. I'm not gonna be multiple car guy. Not yet. Not yet. No, that's, well, that's well, you put off that vibe, though. <laughs> you have a two, don't you have a two-car garage? Uh, yeah, I do. Mm, okay, must I be do. nice. I did flirt. Like you said, you flirted with the uh, the Land Rover idea. I flirted with the idea of getting a really old uh, stick shift Wrangler. Pop the top on that thing and just cruise it around, drive it to work and stuff. But I don't have parks. Um, those are fun to drive. You man. and Stella? I miss driving a stick. Dude, parks would love it because you'd just be like, we're in Jurassic Park. Like that's the car. Oh right? yeah, yeah. What if I got it painted with? And Jur- you paint it? Yeah, yeah. that would be Park. sick. And wrap it in Jurassic Park design. Be tight. That's a good question. We've never been asked that before. Man. Yeah, we're just doing some car talk. Car guys. We're car guys. We love now. cars. Yeah. Not only am I a car guy, I'm a sock guy. People you guys know. heard of features? Of course you have. Love features. Sometimes a small change can make a huge difference in life, you know, like uh, upgrading your sports equipment or whatever. Listen. Let you ball out a little bit harder. If you still buy, like, your socks in, like, the, the Walmart bundle where you get, like, 12 for 10 bucks or something, you've got to stop. You don't know the difference, all right? Once you upgrade to, like, a quality pair of socks, you're never going to go back. Features has the elite golf sock. Speaking of golf. Yes. I'll be wearing these this weekend because they were kind enough to send us some Keeps your feet cool, dry, and blister-free while providing a custom-like fit that won't bunch or slip during your backswing. That's the worst underrated thing. It's just the when you're you can feel like the toe coming out a little bit, or like the heel is too high up, and you're just like, dude, I look like an idiot. Not with features. They're fantastic. They're engineered with target compression, 
anatomical design and my favorite moisture wicking material for an unsurpassed performance. They're just great. I'm wearing them right now. I'll be wearing them this weekend. I wear them often. You don't want sweaty feet when you're golfing or no. doing anything in life, actually. Yeah. It's not a good feeling. But especially on the golf course because you get that grass foot odor mix that's just like mm -hmm. just hella rank. It's hella rank. It's bad, but you don't get that with features. Brett, Brett doesn't know. Brett's like 18, so he Dude, doesn't have this issue. I, 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 don't, I don't have uh, a pair of features yet until I buy them from this, uh, this read we're doing. Um, and when me and Dave played, Dave and I played golf the other day in 160-degree weather, my feet uh, were soaking wet when I took my socks. Like, like mm, they were that wet. Blech. And I need to uh, invest in some, some features. Yeah, you need to look into this. The targeted compression it hugs the arch of your foot. Keeping the sock in place and preventing it from bunching, like we said. The anatomical design, it conforms to the left and right shape of your feet, creating an enhanced custom-like fit that reduces discomfort and prevents blisters. Dude, blisters are the worst. It's like an underrated like thing that happens like when you start getting back into running or something. Mm -hmm. The blister's not fun. So, Brett, here's what I need you to do, and anybody out there who has not done this. They're going to change how you feel about your socks forever. And you can get $10 off your first pair of features when you use code randy at features.com f-e-e-t-u-r-e-s.com use code randy at features.com for ten dollars off your first pair of features check it out lifetime guarantee family-owned business what's better than that Dave? cool sponsor cool sponsor alert <laughs> sir real quick i also heard they uh they prevent sock slip in the back you know when you're you, it dips below the uh the back part of your shoe that's where you run into problems i don't they like the, that they have the tab. oh yeah they it prevents sock slip and it like rubs on your achilles <laughs> back there it's just no you good. don't want that uh -uh. next thing you know marcus smart stepping on your shoe as you're going to throw the ball in and trying to injure you further on your left ankle anyway you guys want to do some voicemails yeah, so this is a, a two-parter. We're going back to back you'll on You'll see these. why, yeah. Okay. All right, Mel and crew. It's officially been an hour of me sitting at this bar waiting for the girl. My <laughs> self-esteem's about as empty as these three drinks in front of me. Um, just curious, can I call her out on her bullshit and figure out what the, her deal is, or... Do I just take this blow to my ego? How do I handle it? Appreciate it. Love the pod. Really good phone call. I like that. But we got another one. Let's play this one. All right, mail-in crew. No, it's it oh, okay. It's the same one. <laughs> What's up, mail-in crew? It's Trev Cat. Finally got that COVID date lined up. I'm here, ready for patio drinks. She was supposed to be here 30 minutes ago. Haven't heard anything. Thinking I'm probably got stood up, about to just leave. My question is, how do I handle this right now, and how do I handle it moving forward? Let me know. Love the pod. Okay, here's what happened. I didn't listen to these back to back when I was going through them. I'm just not realizing that it was Trev Cat both times. Yeah, I thought it was two different guys. I'm like, how did two guys get stood up Dude. and both of them decided to call in? <laughs> so I, I get it now. Trev Cat, I didn't realize that was you the first time. Yeah, oh, I was like, man. wait, is this the same dude? Yeah. And we played him in... Because he always starts his, his <laughs> calls with, hey, what's up? It's Trev Cat, which he did the second time, but yeah. not the first time. Well, okay. I think it, I think we got the... Uh, Makes sense now. For emphasis. Poor Trev Cat just getting smoked. How are you going to do my man's Trev Cat like that? Do they not know that he's a significant part of our uh, Friday Patreon? They're about to. Uh, don't do Trev Cat that way, or anybody for that matter, but don't, especially not Trev Cat. And you can absolutely, uh, hold on, I was going to say absolutely call her out on her bullshit. Uh, shoot a text that's kind of, like, kind of a joke, like, hey, you want me to split this tab? Oh, Will I'm absolutely yeah. calling her out. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to let it slide without getting my, my two cents in. I don't think absolutely I'm going to do it no way. in an angry fashion. I'm going to make a joke about it, and if the joke is poorly received or, or non-responded to, I'm just going to be like, all right, cool. You can joke about it, but don't give her the impression that what she did is acceptable behavior. Agreed. You don't yeah. stand someone up. At bare minimum, it takes three seconds to write a little text and be like, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm not into this anymore, and totally. I'm not going to show up. It does. It, what's the harm in that? Absolutely. So, so, so wrong. Don't I do agree. this. Yeah, Trev Cat, let us know how it would happen, what your move, what you did. Um, maybe she had a good excuse. Hopefully. 
It doesn't sound like but it. But even if she had a good excuse, it's so easy to explain, like, what happened. Well, like, you're, you know, your phone doesn't get a lot of text sometimes. Oh, yeah, like, that's for me true. And Will. Maybe, maybe Trev Cat has the same phone that I do. <laughs> He's on that 3G. That Dylan 3G. <laughs> yeah, call her out. And, and yeah. Brett... Oh, Brett shit. would. Brett sounds like he's gonna be nicer than I am in this situation. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it with a joke first. Okay. And hit her with a uh, like you want me to Venmo you for these drinks or something like that. Um, That's fine. As, yeah. yeah. As long as long as you get the the point across that she she fucked up. Yeah. I I need to know. She I, wronged you. I need to know more about the timeline. Like, Don't. was it? Did they set it up on Monday? Didn't talk for three days, and then he showed up Thursday. Like expecting it because I feel like you gotta have no you gotta have you gotta have communication up up day to, of yeah day of for sure definitely like, hey today's the day see we you can, at seven mm-hmm. got a double got a, a confirmation text yes this happens a lot with guys making tea times somebody will make a tea time early in the week and like everybody will be like yeah man I'm in and then inevitably like they so this happens occasionally I should say like the day of you haven't talked about it in your group text in like two days and you show up and like so-and-so doesn't he's not there and like he's like well we hadn't t- you hadn't said anything in like two days i didn't know we were still playing like this this has happened in our group before yeah. um similarly we had a dinner this is a while ago because it was at our with our former employer but we uh had a dinner like a group dinner lined up and one of the people going uh I'll, I won't say her name, but it was a girl. She was supposed to join us. We set a time, and we show up at 7 o'clock. She didn't show up, and, like, 7.15 rolls around. We're like, hey, where are you? They won't seat us until you're here, until our full group's here. She goes, oh, I didn't, y'all, y'all didn't tell me that you were, that you had left already. Like, I'm sorry? <laughs> what? I like that And move. I was like, we, we said 7 o'clock. Everyone's here but you. She goes, yeah, but no one sent out a text saying that we were leaving, which I guess in her world is – standard protocol for meeting up for a dinner is like all right we're all leaving the house right now and i was just so thrown off by it. like no that's not just not how it works and so we had to sit there for another like 20 minutes until she got there until we could sit down oh that situation happens quite a bit with one restaurant in particular matt's where yeah. they will not yeah you know it's like well we can't do anything to your whole group let us know when everybody's here so people will frequently be like oh yeah no we're all here even though like Right. You're usually waiting on me and Alyssa or Barrett and Laura or something. Right. Man, not to at them, but I'm I'm <laughs> I I might be like a nerd for this. I'm early to everything. I like being wow, early. I like guy. being like if if it's a seven o'clock dinner res, I'm there at six fifty. Just always been in my my nature to not be like fashionably late to stuff. I don't care. Like parties at four, I'll I'll be there at four. Well, and we'll have some drinks and we'll have some chips. By ourselves because nobody's gonna show up till four thirty. I'll be there. I like getting there early. I'm sorry, I'm that guy. I like it. I don't always do it, but like mm-hmm. I have no problem. I've been posted up at Woodrow's meeting somebody for a beer, and I'll get there yeah. twenty minutes early and just go sit at the bar by myself. Yeah, just kind of scope out the scene. I, just, I appreciate that. Habitually late people, they really grind my my gears. Yeah, it's. You're basically just telling the people that your time is more valuable than theirs. And it's just, it's rude is what it is. I don't like it. Don't be late, man. Don't be late. Don't be late. Let's do the next one, Dave. Voicemail. What's up, Dorn, Sally, and Dylan? Uh, I've been kind of have things open up in quarantine, trying to trying to shoot my shot a little bit more in the dating game. And it's been going pretty well. And as a result of that, I have uh, I have two first dates this weekend. Actually, I have two first dates on Sunday. Uh, one is a brunch date, and then that girl has to go work in the afternoon, and the other one is getting drinks with someone in the evening, and she had to work in the morning. So that kind of works out. I was wondering, uh, do, you guys, do you guys think that's a trash move, scheduling two dates with several people on the same day? Like I said, they're both first dates, so it's not like you're too committed. Uh, just kind of wondering your thoughts on that. Thanks, bye. Uh, I, I've gone back and forth on this, whether or not this is trash or not. I think yes, and I think no. I'm firmly in the no camp. Really? I think this is totally fine. But what if what if, what if if you're on a date with someone, Yep. first date, and you're like, hey, what'd you do today? And she was like, well, to be honest, I actually, this is already, I went on a date already. Would you not be somewhat put off by that? I think you may be. I or, think I would be, but... The first date is the key here. Like, if you're just a, a first drinks hangout, it's a feeler date. It's exactly. Like, are we gonna, 
do I care enough about this to and you or am I into you enough to continue this? Totally. I get that. I I think I would be like, oh. Because then, you know, like in her head, she's like comparing the two, like which date was better. Yeah, but then you just got to be uh, get competitive. I dog. get it, but I don't know, man. I think if, if this was me, if that was this guy and yeah. I had two dates on the same day, I don't think I would. I think I might tell a little white lie. If, oh, you definitely yeah, lie about I, it. I wouldn't yeah. come clean. I'd be like, oh, I just you know, hit the gym and you know, hanging out. Got a drink with a friend. Friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. Got brunch like with friends. That. I think I, w- I would tell a little fib. Are because, you? Because if you date, I know it's like technically okay to be dating two people at once, mm-hmm. or even more than that. I guess I know that's kind of like old fashioned, but people do it, um, and I don't think they're just outwardly like, "Hey, just so you know, like I'm I'm tomorrow night. I got another date." And no, unless, definitely. Unless asked, I don't know. Yeah, no, I I don't think you you're. It's the first date, right? If it, if this is date seven, and then you're like, "Hey, I, by the way, I have a date with somebody else the first date, just to see what that's like." You can't do that. But if the the fact that it's two first dates makes it okay in my book. I think anything over that, you start to get into trash move territory. But and, and don't go on a second and third date that's with both fair. of these girls. That's fair. That, but, I mean, uh, that's a pretty solid take from you, Brett. Thanks, dude. For once, yeah. <laughs> don't don't do that. That's the take pistol. Yeah, I don't really know. It's yeah, pretty, I think it's pretty it's pretty harmless, but I could see how some people would would take offense to it. Yeah, I mean, on a brunch date, are you, I assume you're gonna have like some but mimosas and stuff too. Though. I mean, we're in the age of in the era of dating apps, so I I would imagine this is not that uncommon. It's probably not something yeah. most people do, but like, it's not unheard of. Think speed about dating, but yeah, not. If if this date happens Saturday night and the other one's on Sunday night, does it change your mind? Like right. it's the same kind of thing. It's just yeah, time is different. I don't know. I'm okay with it. Don't okay. continue it. Yeah, but the first date point is like I said. I, I you're convincing me. I think. Okay. Are you a uh, a group first date kind of person, or do you like to go solo? Mono, like one on one. One on one. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to introduce to friends right away. Like, hey, this is no. Although. Um, my first date with Lauren, she brought her best friend with her. Huh. Y- y'all, y'all know Aida. <laughs> I do. I, I was, I base, I talked to Aida more than I talked to Lauren on her first date. <laughs> she was just drilling me with questions, like trying to, feel like she was trying to scare me or something. I was like, can I talk to Lauren <laughs> at some point? Like, I'm here for her. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think she was there for the second date too, actually. <laughs> I think I was there for that. I was there for one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. You want to close it out strong on an yeah, email? Let's, let's close it out. Hello, boys and girls. Just got back from a bachelor party down at the Ozarks. We arrived Thursday afternoon. Stay till Sunday. I was talking to another one of my buddies who didn't go. He said there was an insane length of time for a bachelor party. That it was an insane length of time for a bachelor party. He even mentioned that he once stayed one night, bought a night at a separate hotel, Irish goodbye, and changed his flight to first thing in the morning. Given that I'm still hungover on Wednesday... And probably have COVID. Okay. I wish I'd done the same. So anyway, what's the ideal length of a time for a bachelor party? And have you ever had to cut the party short? Um, I agree. Three nights is too long for a bachelor party. But it's not like egregiously long. You know? No. I mean, two is two is a sweet spot. Can we all agree? Is, is Ozarks, um, this is... Missouri. This is not like doing three nights in Vegas, though. No. This is going to be like you and right. your boys, like maybe uh, tubing, yeah. sitting on the water, mm-hmm. which I get you can you can go hard, but like it's not like a drug-fueled New Orleans trip or something right. necessarily. They say like Vegas, two nights is perfect, three nights is way too many. New Orleans, same with New Orleans, Vegas, same thing. But if you're in the Ozarks, just like and waking up on a Friday morning at a lake house, yeah. like that's kind of, that's nice. I've done a three-nighter. The first one was... A little bit different though. We went skiing the first day, mm-hmm. and we like we were in bed by like nine thirty. So right. it wasn't like a true bachelor party kind of day. And then we did two days in the city, um, and that was fine. So, yeah, I guess it does depend on like the how wild you're getting or how calm it is. I don't know, but um, I will say, however, do not bail early. No, that's a sorry move. Yeah, unless if if I'm the if I'm the groom and you're bailing early on my bachelor party, I'm gonna be pissed off at you. I'll go ahead and say it. Unless you have yeah. legitimate reason to leave. Right. So I've done this move in Vegas before. The uh get there Friday morning, uh, hang out, go hard, go to dinner, then go th- 
Saturday, go hard at the pool during the day, mm-hmm. do a dinner, and then fly out on the red eye. That I think that's crazy. It like it's one, insane. One a.m. Absolutely. Get insane. home. You're back in your bed by like five a.m. But that is sleep. a miserable five hours of travel, dude. I, miserable. It was not that bad. Now I, this is like probably I, five or this is actually probably eight years ago. I did this, maybe less. I don't know what it would look like if. Oh god, I'm thirty six. I almost said thirty five. I wish. So I don't know. But it, I do kind of like the idea of just, with Vegas specifically, going hard at the pool. Because the pool party is kind of like the big event, depending on, you know, the crew you're with. And then just doing like a low-key dinner, then get out of there. But if you're supposed to fly out with your squad on Sunday at 3 o'clock, and you bail Saturday, like you just pull a ejection cord and you're out of there. <laughs> so people can't I'm like, hang, I'm dude. like, dude, what the Okay, well then just go chill up by the pool or go sit in your yeah. hotel room and, and or go get a nice dinner by yourself. So relax. people are built different. Don't go home. That's sorry, man. I'm I don't sorry. think this is crazy to go Thursday to Sunday in this scenario because, like, especially if there's golf involved, like if you're playing Friday, a lot of times one of the worst things is, like, driving. Let's say you're driving in or, or rushing to the course and you get there right as the tee time um, is about to go down and, like, you don't get any time to warm up. You've been in a car or on a plane. Yeah. That's not fun. I mean, I know no. you're not trying to, like, set records, but – it's just it's not ideal. I like getting in there the night before Thursday night if you have the means, if you can take off time from work, mm-hmm. and just having an easy night. Maybe having a nice meal, couple you know, maybe get into a bottle of wine. Yeah, it's great to up, meet the guys too. A lot the of the times, yeah. bachelor parties are kind of combining different groups of people, so it's a great night to just like, hey man, like I'm Brett. Nice to like. Here's how do you know you know how do you know Christian? How and do it's you know also Matt? crew specific. Yeah, like if you know this is a wild bunch, like there's gonna be some dudes like doing some wild boy shit yeah if some dude's like yeah i brought party favors thursday through sunday is gonna be a lot yeah but i mean i think thursday through sunday is perfect because then you wake up on friday you have a full friday and a full saturday before you even have to worry about like getting back on a a traveling situation that's that's a good feeling that friday morning standing on the first tee knowing you have two days of like your best friends coming up and if you have Mm self-control and you can like take it easy saturday night because it sets you up kind of like my method with the red eye. But, like, say you, you do some dr- day drinking Saturday, mm-hmm. eat, and then just kind of wean off of the booze, you know, going into the night, just start pounding water, wake up the next day, you're ready to go. Boom. Boom. What's night, What's your steakhouse night? Saturday? First night. First night steakhouse. So, like, Thursday? You get out uh, of the way? No, not Thursday. Uh, Thursday. I mean, I, I'm usually a Friday to Sunday guy. Okay, okay. So Friday's the... Big dinner Friday. Vegas big dinner's Friday because Saturday people, you start losing people. You get yeah. there, you, That's check, not just Vegas. you check in the hotel, you grab one drink at the hotel bar, mm-hmm. then you, you get dressed for the night. Sure. You go to one pre-dinner spot and get a drink or two, mm-hmm. and then you go to dinner, go hard at the dinner, and then you hit the bars. Yeah. Damn, I missed that shit. That yeah, sounds how 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 it sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, it, I just oh, like, man. it sounds incredible. That For shit's sure. gonna be so fun when things get more certain. Not that I'm engaged or anything. Where should I do my bachelor party? Boy, there are some tight options out there. San Diego. You should just Will's. Why don't you just sell a sponsorship? Liquid just IV. Let them tell you where to go. I don't hate, I don't hate that. Hey, busy. <laughs> um, fun question. Yeah, man, that gets me thinking about. New Orleans is always stuff. a. I hate New Orleans. Really? Sorry, I sh- I shouldn't say that on here. I don't. I, I've never been, so I can't like. Say, <laughs> you can't say. What I just you're talking about. I just don't want to be at 95 in like the most humid weather of yeah, ever. I just don't want to do know, that. I know, but like you get down there and you just kind of like embrace it. Everybody's New Orleans is I great. I know. I, it's a fun I, city and there's a lot of history there. It's it's the French Quarter is amazing. But, it, I mean, you feel, like, icky yeah. at the end of I'm it. I'm going to get so much. It's like I need to take, like, four showers consecutively to yeah. wash the New Orleans off. Wash the bur- I should say Bourbon Street. I'm not going to include the whole city in it. Wash the Bourbon Street off of me, you know? That's fair. I did New Orleans Just dirty right there. I'm sorry. I didn't Stick the that. magazine street. But if Shout you wanna, out to the Bulldog Bar. If you want to buy, like, fake cocaine and <laughs> and, and see, you know. It, it's, so that it, boy, they must lead the, the country. Dude, fake cocaine sales. I saw the guy who sold us fake. Not us. I was. I've never. <laughs> oh, I've never yes. tried to. I never tried to buy cocaine in my life. But my friend I was with tried to buy it, and it was fake. It was baking soda or powder, uh-huh. one of the two. And uh, the next night, I saw the guy who sold it to us. Really? I said, "Here's the fucking guy," and he saw me and just bolted, sprinted away as fast wow. as he could. It was. It was probably. I didn't want to confront the guy because. 
you know, he was selling fake drugs on. You're bourbon selling street. fake drugs on bourbon, like you, I'm probably not messing with you. Yeah, yeah it, fair. even if you're selling real drugs, I'm not messing with you. Also, I'm just not going to mess with anybody on bourbon. How about that? Yeah, police good, there. It's a good policy. Strict. Yeah, I feel like they have like horse police down there. They have guys uh-huh. on horseback. They definitely That's do. That's cool. They Saratoga definitely does do. That yeah, a lot of that. Man, man, get some beignets though. Oh, oh, Cafe Dumont. Man. Oh yeah. Um. The yeah, street performers I, I'm are gonna have to tight. Do a try. I'll really go street performers. Was that your bonus good question? Music. Where should I do my bachelor party? Nope. I do have a good bonus question though. All right, what's up? Uh I have uh my one year washed anniversary coming up. You do? Do you really? In uh yeah. what huh. five days? Officially September first, I think is six what the, days. What the contract says. So no, I uh I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask it for all our, our business folks out there. How do you prepare for meeting with your bosses <laughs> and like your one year anniversary? Like what should I what should I be uh, coming with? Depends what kind of year you've had. I think we, I mean, pandemic aside. How, how would you assess you, the year your first year? Wow, the, so we're, do, we're doing the one year. How review. would you assess? Do it without Will. I'll speak for Will. Um, I I think we uh, we've grown across every platform. We've grown across every uh, kind of dollars and now? ad sales, and I I think we're uh, we're in much better shape than we were a year ago. With with Dylan was doing a pretty good system. job. You think you're trending <laughs> in the right direction? I I want to say I'm trending in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely consider that. Cool. Right. Yeah, I <laughs> we we, inv- we invited you out. Was it to lunch? We asked him, or was it dinner? I don't know. We I think I said lunch, but we I, I think we wanted to bump. We could it. do a dinner. Dave said like lunch at Lupe or like, like we're gonna go to drive. Rather, yeah. We're gonna Here, get drive through. Like we want to do dinner. <laughs> no, Lupe sit down. But I don't think I don't think this was like uh, a meeting. Okay. Just oh, like it's more a, of like a like a hey man. Let's fucking I'm go. Down here for, I would rather do dinner just because like Lupe is so heavy. Like I don't want to do that for lunch. We just got to pick a night that don't have parks. Okay, we can yeah. move it. Because you know, I might, I might have a couple drinks and I might want to take an Uber. Yeah, Ooh. you might want to buy fake cocaine with your friends. I might want to buy f- <laughs> some baking powder off the street. I'm not gonna lie. When Dave was like, "Yeah, let's do like drive through. We'll go to McDonald's for your one." I was like, "All right, man." Yeah, I'm not. I'm, Lupe tortilla is, is <laughs> I'm, not I'm cheap and it's great. We're not. We're not going to print out like a, a review and like right. yeah, talking points. It's just yeah. I probably won't even show up. We might. <laughs> yeah. Come prepared. We might have some things to say that you're going to want to hear. Did, what? I was like planning on putting. I was going to get like. I was going to have a like a PowerPoint. What? Now. Yeah. If you have a PowerPoint. Oh no! This I, is not. This I'm is not like PowerPoint. You to the damn. door. No, this is not like that. This is all just right. a let's celebrate your one year thing. I'm gonna have to get sorry, Randy. You're not coming. I'm gonna have to get Alfonso on the phone and just be like, Randy's up on his phone. I can put see the uh, oh no, no. <laughs> have you been stressing over this? Yes. Why, dude? Because I'm I want to like come with numbers. No, no, it's not that kind of meeting. Have you yeah. ever came with it's numbers? Not even a not even a meeting. Oh yeah, you were there. I don't get that one. I don't either. I don't really either. Okay. <laughs> oh, Brett, that's kind of cute, man. Man, I was yeah, I was like ready. All right, I have a second. I have a second. Uh, real quick question, since we're on the bachelor party thing, uh, how many holes of golf is the perfect amount for a bachelor party? Eighteen. Uh, ooh, depends on unless you're going location. to a golf on a golf trip. If it's if it's okay. if it's summer and you're in the south, and uh, man, you don't have to play two days. You don't need to do thirty six. I think I'm with you on that. But Just like, one nice round is fine. But I don't mind having like a group that goes rogue the next morning and plays another eighteen. That's what. So that's part of like. What if you have non golfers in the crew? Like you have sixteen guys, twelve golfers, and four are like, eh. Do they even try to play, or do they like? They just go, go, to, go to the bar to the and the just get hammered. That's what that works. And they too. go back yeah. and take a nap, and by the time they're they're back ready to go, that you're you're back from the course. The only problem with golf on a bachelor party trip is that the trips are usually short, and golf takes yeah a big chunk of time. Yeah, it depends on it, like how close proximity mm-hmm. you're staying to. Unless you're going to like a golf destination to play golf, if you're I going would, abandoned. I would dunes, definitely stick to just one. If you're just going abandoned, you're playing like seventy two at a minimum. Yeah. Right, because that's why you're there. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Good to know. Hey Dave. Hey. The trailer for Black Ops Cold War was just released. KJ texted me. He said it's I think he's very age for it. I don't want to tell tales out of school, but <laughs> I'm very excited to watch. All right. Well, that was a fun one. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. It was fun. I had a good time. What about you guys? I'll go ahead and second. My weekend just got a lot better too because I don't have to build a PowerPoint. I can't believe you were stressing over that. Yeah, dude, I feel I was bad. Like stressing. No, no, this, this is, is just stressing. this is like a, a celebratory meeting. Okay. I mean, it's not even a meeting. It's just a meal together. I guess we're having a 
Is Mike good? Randy's huffing and puffing <laughs> over there. Randy's. Randy wants his one year to hurry up and get here. Yeah, man. Cool. He's only been here for like four four weeks. <laughs> He's sneaky been here for since March. I don't count any of the time in quarantine <laughs> when everything was remote. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, that was a good time. Hotline number 888-362-6245 or write in. There's a link in the Twitter bio at Mail and Podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.